Thank you, ladies, for gathering with me again. Today, we will be studying chapter 16 of the Godly Woman Bible Study called Follow the Leader. Let's begin our time hearing from Irma's heart to yours. Irma says, Greetings, dear friends. Today we study what it means to be a helpmeet. By its very nature, the marriage relationship reveals the weaknesses and shortcomings of each partner. Hand in hand with this intimate unveiling of flaws comes the possibility that spouses may hurt one another deeply. As a Christian wife, we are responsible before God to establish a loving, harmonious family life. We desperately need to understand our husband's needs. Only by grasping these needs and then taking the necessary steps to meet them can we adequately fulfill our responsibility and privilege as godly wives. Lest you think this is all about meeting a husband's needs only, I would draw your attention to the fact that when one follows God's plan, both the husband's and the wife's needs are met beautifully. May your hearts be opened to understand God's will in your marriage. Love, Irma. Remember, ladies, we are selecting our pillars as we build our house. The first foundational pillar was marriage. Today's pillar is on roles. This is also a load-bearing and stabilizing pillar. Today's lesson is so close to God's heart. Let's go to God in prayer, asking for His Spirit to teach us. Dear Father, thank you for designing marriage. Lord, we ask for your guidance and understanding as we look at the biblical model for a godly marriage that has your hand of blessing and favor. Lord, help us to submit to your word as we obediently pursue building our marriages on a biblical foundation. Ignite us to serve you by passionately serving our husbands. In Jesus' name. Amen. Marriage is a trinity, even as God is a trinity. If one part of the marriage trinity is missing, such as the spiritual, the emotional, or the physical, it is ineffective for what it was designed to do. In the triangle, notice that God is at the top, man and woman at the bottom, And as they grow in the relationship, they get closer to one another. For a marriage to grow and operate smoothly, there needs to be an understanding of the roles of the husband and wife with a dedication to pursue and refine them as the years roll by. It is the same in the secular world, in accepting a new job. To be an excellent employee, one must know from the employer his or hers job description, and what is expected and required for them to work effectively in the company. Let's look at the role of a husband. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 23 says, For the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ also is the head of the church. 
he himself being the savior of the body. In verse 25, we read, Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself up for her. The husband has the position of headship or authority in the marriage. And his role is to love his wife, not as the world does, but as Christ loved the church. This love is holy, godly, divine, and self-sacrificing. The wife's position is submission, which means to support, submitting to our desires by allowing him to perform his role as head of the new family. This translates respect to her husband. When the husband loves his wife biblically, this provides the security and closeness she needs. As a result of his love, the wife responds in submission and with an active respect, making him feel a deep, protective, nourishing love for his wife. When the couple operate in their roles, they feed their marriage, and God blesses the growth. Ladies, the world hates the word submission. It defines it as an inferior to a superior position, but that is not the true meaning of the word. Donald Gray Barnhouse says that the inner meaning of this command really in Greek and Latin terms, carry the idea of throwing oneself under something as a foundation, similar to an assistant, or to use the biblical phrase concerning Adam and Eve as a helper fit for him. God requires submission of women because it suits their needs, not his. The wife has been custom-built for her husband. If a husband is not loving his wife in a self-sacrificing way, through his headship, being embittered to her and not living with his wife in an understanding way, or not showing her honor as a fellow heir of the grace of life, then the wife feels unloved. When the wife feels unloved, she can become insecure, fearful and anxious, emotionally influenced, resulting in a desire to control her husband or the circumstances. The husband plays off the wife and the wife her husband. Either one can begin or end a conflict. Remember ladies Proverbs 13.10, which says, Only by pride cometh contention, but with the well-advised is wisdom. If we obey by submitting first to God, then to our husband, we can beautifully and creatively fulfill our role in respecting him. In Ephesians 5.33, the Bible says, And let the wife see that she respects and reverences her husband, that she notices him, regards him, honors him, prefers him, venerates and esteems him, and that she defers to him, praises him, and loves and admires him exceedingly. This is a call from God as wives. Therefore, we can do this. For I am confident of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you will perfect it until the day of Christ Jesus. Philippians 1.6 
It is God who gave you his spirit, and he will perfect and complete the transformation of being changed into his image. God does the work. We just obey him. I love Hebrews 4, 16, which says, Therefore, let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Every time, I mean every time, you need help to submit and respect your husband, God says, come to him who sits on the throne, and you will receive mercy and find grace to help at your point of need. He also says in 2 Corinthians 12, 9, My grace is sufficient for you, for power is perfected in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, I will rather boast about my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may dwell in me. The reason God lays out our position and roles is because it goes against our natural selfishness. But God's plan is divine, and when we say no to our selfish desires and pride and choose God's truth, He showers us with incredible favor and blessing. Jeff and I have been married for 44 years, and by God's grace, we are looking forward to our 45th anniversary in June of 2022. From our wedding day, we wanted a godly marriage. Operating in our positions and roles hasn't always been easy. But yielding to God's plan and staying committed to each other brought unbelievable reward and a deeper love. I have a ring that Jeff bought me, reminding me that I am a pearl of great value, surrounded and loved by God on the top and loved and surrounded by my husband. Ladies, you are that pearl of great value too. For Jesus loved you and paid for your sin through his death. He is making available to you his salvation. If you have never believed on Jesus, I invite you to pray and receive him as your Savior. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says that if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart a person believes, resulting in righteousness, and with the mouth he confesses, resulting in salvation. If you have confessed and believed in Jesus, please let a godly believer know who can help you grow. Ladies, as you work your way through this study, pray, asking God to open your hearts to ways you could submit, support, and respect your husband through God's divine love. Let's end our time in prayer. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly beyond all that we ask or think, according to the power that works within us, to him be the glory and in the church, and in Christ Jesus to all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Ladies, until we gather again, bye for now.